0: It's time for Rhema for Today. Now, the other blind man was in the 8th chapter. Uh, there are several more blind people, but I'm just comparing these two right now. Uh, was healed instantly right on the spot. Now, it didn't seem to be manifested right at first. In that 8th chapter Mark, that is, Jesus told him to, you know, to look up and he saw him and said, I see men as, uh, as trees walking. He laid his hands on him a second time and he saw every man clearly. See, But now that man that was blind that Jesus rubbed the, the clay uh, on on his eyes, he said, cool, wash it off in the pool of Siloam. Well, now, I really don't know how far they were from the pool of Siloam, but there must have been some distance. It went right beside it, but the Bible would have said so.
1: You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now. Let's join Kenneth E. Hagin with his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3.
0: Now, as a usual thing, when, when this method of ministering to the sick, and like I said, it's only one method, it's not the only one. When it is in manifestation, as a usual thing, when that power is administered, there is feeling goes along with it. Did you notice that when that power flowed into her, she felt, immediately said she felt. Smith Wigglesworth was an English preacher of the prior generation. He was 87, 1947, when he went home to be with the Lord, and he was anointed with the Spirit of God to minister. Well, he was here in the United States preaching, and then a year after he went back to England, While well, there was a lady that was in his service, realizing, knowing, seeing that he's anointed by the Spirit to minister, it's discovered now that she has cancer. And it had developed to the place that she was terminal just a matter of a few weeks or months and she'll be dead bedfast In her sister's home. And so she, she got the address of Wigglesworth from some other people. And sent a handkerchief in an envelope there for him to lay hands upon. And send back to her. And so he laid hands upon the cloth and sent the instructions back that when the handkerchief arrives, you get all the believers in the home together, and you lay that cloth on her and all the believers believe that the healing power of God is ministered to her body and rejoice with her for her healing. Well, the postman brought the letter one day to the home, and the sister opened it up and Entered into her sister's bedroom where she's bedfast and said, Here's the letter from Wigglesworth and the handkerchief. And her husband was out in the back of the house working on his car, and so she said, I'll go get him and we'll just follow the instructions. So she laid the handkerchief down on the pillow beside the bedridden sister's head, went to the back to call her husband. Of course, he's working on his car and took him a little time to clean the grease off, you know. And while he's washing his hands, they heard up in the front somebody shouting. Well, then somebody dancing on the floor, you see. Well, she's bed fast. She can't get out of bed. But yet she did. They rushed up there and she's shouting and praising God, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. They got her quiet down a little bit and said, what happened? Well, you laid that handkerchief there. and, And I felt something coming out of that handkerchief, going into the side of my head. And then it went into my body and down my body. And when it did, every pain left and every symptom of distress left. Praise God, Praise God forevermore. Amen. Well, now, what was that? It was the power, the, the anointing, the healing power of God that Wigglesworth was anointed with. One of our camp meetings here, we lay hands on cloths. Incidentally, my wife yesterday is in a place of business, and a young lady there who her, her, her dad is a doctor here in town, medical doctor. And she's telling my wife, I was healed during camp meeting. Said, my daddy's so glad about it. He hadn't been able, medical science hadn't been able to deal with the situation. That is, cure it. Said, my daddy's so glad about it. But I'm completely well. Praise God. i healed during this, this present camp meeting. Hallelujah. Well, isn't that just like Jesus? Well, there was a Lutheran pastor down. We have handkerchiefs. Many of them lay hands on. A Lutheran pastor and his wife and several of their members was in their camp meeting. Not this present one, but the third one back, I believe, from uh, from Omaha, Nebraska. And so he had five members of his church who were ill, and so they just brought down five handkerchiefs for those five members. And I laid hands on the handkerchiefs along with others. The pastor's wife came to retrieve those handkerchiefs after that I'd laid hands, and she said, and I didn't know for several months, they gave us this testimony in one of our meetings in that, uh, you know, this is all new to them. They were filled with the Spirit all right, but they'd just newly come into the charismatic mood. And she started to reach and get the handkerchief, and she said, I could feel something coming out of them. It just made my hand tingle all over. And it sort of scared me, and I jerked my hand back. and My husband was standing close by, and he said, what's the matter? Because she turned white, you know. It sort of shocked her, you know. And she said, well, there's something coming out of those handkerchiefs. It sort of just made my whole hand tingle like all over the Lutheran pastor said, well, didn't you hear Brother Hagin say that the Lord appeared to him and laid the finger of his right hand upon the hand and said, I have called thee and have anointed thee and given thee a special anointing minister to the sick. said, so that's just a, that anointing, that's that power. And he just reached and got him And took him home and the pastor said he gave one anxious to each one of these five members of his that were sick of the Lutheran church and all five of them were healed. Praise the Lord, Praise the Lord every single one of them. Yes, thank God, the healing power is just the same today. Are you listening to me? So now then, in ministering like this, I'm going to lay hands upon you in just, just a moment, those that need healing. But now then in this area, if you notice, we have examined and we'll examine some more of them from another from a little different angle than what we have before. These individual cases of healing under the ministry of Jesus, as I said, they were not all healed by the same method. you notice that. And you'll notice this, that Jesus did not always say the same thing to each one of them that he ministered to. Because they're different ones in different categories. you see. But he would know just what to say by the Spirit. But you'll notice this also. That even under the ministry of Jesus, and remember now that he had the spirit without measure, John 3.34 says. And yet all the healings, now the majority of them by far were, don't misunderstand me, were not always instant. Remember the ten lepers were healed as they went. The nobleman's son began to amend from that hour. That blind man I spoke of, that Jesus spit on the ground, made clay of the spittle, rubbed it on his eyes and told him to go wash it off. Well... He wasn't healed instantly on the spot, was he? I said, was it?" Nope. Now, the other blind man was. In the 8th chapter, uh, there are several more blind people, but I'm just comparing these two right now. Uh, was healed instantly right on the spot. Now, it didn't seem to be manifested right at first, in that 8th chapter mark. That is, Jesus told him to, you know, to look up, and he saw. Him, said, I see men as, uh, as trees walking. Laid his hands on him a second time. And he saw every man clearly. See? But now that man that was blind that Jesus rubbed the the clay uh, on on his eyes, he said, cool, wash it off in the pool of Siloam. Well, now, I really don't know how far they were from the pool of Siloam, but there must have been some distance. It went right beside of it. The Bible would have said so. So there was some time elapsed. His healing was not manifested until he did what Jesus said do. Isn't that true? Now then, you'll notice this. Some folks wonder why it is that healing is by degree. And I'm just going to make some comment here and I'm going into it in deeper teaching next week about it. But why is it that healings are by degree? Well, now number one is healings are by degree. Number one, the degree of healing power administered. Now, you see, uh, Jesus, the Bible plainly said, John three thirty four, had the Spirit without measure. That infers that we have the Spirit as individuals by measure, doesn't it? You see? I know I learned from experience that the more anointed I am, and the anointing to preach or to sing or to pray or to minister healing or whatever you do, is stronger at times than is other times. That's quite obvious, isn't it? I notice when I'm more anointed that I have more instant healings. So, healing is by degree based on two conditions. Number one, the degree of healing power or virtue that's administered. Then number two, the degree of faith of the individual that gives action to the power administered. You notice that in the case of this woman. Jesus said, daughter, Thy faith has made thee whole. Didn't it? I said, didn't it? Amen. Thy faith did it. In Hebrews 4.2, the Bible said concerning Israel, the word spoken did not profit them not being mixed with faith. Now, let me paraphrase this away. The healing power of God ministered will not profit you not being mixed with faith. I can minister healing to you, but I can't receive it for you. Just like if all of these we would imagine they are. I wish they were. They aren't, but I wish they were. All in this money clip, all these are are $100 bills. Well, as long as they lasted, I could minister them to you, but I could not receive one of them for you, could I? I said, could I? Amen. Not a one. Not a one. Now, did you ever notice under the ministry of Jesus, if you read those four Gospels carefully, you haven't been in all these services, but last year in the summertime, we went over every individual case one by one in detail. Not one single time does Jesus ever say to anybody, My faith has made you whole.
1: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer, The first product in this offer is the three-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen, entitled, Talk to Me, Connecting with the Heart of God. Also in the offer is Craig Hagen's CD entitled, Just Believe. And finally, Denise Hagen-Burn's CD entitled, Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. You can get all this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagin Ministries... Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of REMA for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.
0: Winter Bible Seminar and Homecoming. That's February the 19th through the 24th.
1: Sunday night through Friday night.
0: Oh, yes. It's an awesome time. And we've know.
1: got 8.30 sessions, 9.30 session, 10.30 session, and the evening session at 7 p.m. Yes. Hey, you
0: want to be here and, 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 and be a part of it, you can go to Raymond.org
1: right now, slash WBS, and you can... Register right online, right there. Yes. Get all the information that you need. And you know,
0: the Holy Spirit just shows up in an unusual way oh, yeah. during de- the seminar. And it's a great time of fellowship, That's right. especially for the Ramograds mm-hmm. And actually, you that are maybe haven't been Raymocrats, but you support the ministry yes. and you follow this ministry, you're as much a part of it as any of the rest of us. So come on down here and uh,
1: and enjoy the week with us. Next week on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing teaching. That's next week on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.